Welcome back, Cuzzies, to another episode of the Coaster Cuzzies podcast. If it's your first time tuning into the Coaster Cuzzies, this podcast is where two best friends talk about roller coasters, theme parks, and shenanigans. Your hosts for this show today are Coaster Bro and Theme Park Stud. On today's episode, the Cuzzies are going to build the ultimate dog park. A theme park for dogs. Because Coaster Bro, Theme Park Stud, and all the other Cuzzies, we fucking love our dogs. So stay tuned and listen to that Cuzzies in your ears. Yo, 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 Coaster Bro. What's up, my dude? What's up, what's up? Where my dogs at? Who let the dogs yeah. out? Oh, 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 oh. oh, shit. We just got copyright infringement. Gosh, happens all the time with us. <laughs> oh, my gosh. How are you, man? I'm good. Good. I'm excited uh, to talk about dogs and shit. That's fun. Hell, yeah. Dogs and theme parks can't go wrong with either of those. They can't. So um, they said we, you can. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you can. Oh, well, before we talk about dogs, we should talk about the news. Yeah, it's, it's been like kind of, uh, I've seen some stuff. I know there's a real dark subject we're going to have to bring up, but other than that, I hope there's some good, good ones too. Well, we'll save the darkness for the end and pretend like it doesn't exist until we get to the darkness. How does that work? That, that works. All right. Going into theme parks, Stud reacts. I give you the news, you react to it. Let's get it started. I know we talked about this on a other theme park stud reacts, but Six Flags Over Texas, their Sky Screamer, they have now added the Sky Coaster seats to their chain swing that goes around in a circle. This is like the motherfucker that's like over 400 feet tall. It was the tallest in the world until Icon Park did theirs. Um, and you're they, not talking about like a flight suit. You're talking about that a seated. No, I'm talking about a flight suit. Oh shit! They've literally hooked it up to where you can have two people in a flight suit flying with the chain swings, and it's just one row going in a circle. And this is going to be an upcharge at Over Texas. So Fiesta Texas has done it for free, and now Over Texas is trying it with an upcharge. Would you do it, man? That's hard because I, I want to say yes, but I feel like some of like some of those sky screamer. Um, what's the Cedar Fair version? Um, oh, the old Wind Seekers. Wind Seekers. Um, we did that one in Florida. Um, like Almost. they're all different, and grand they are. I mean, they're all different ride systems and different. Mm-hmm. And this is you know the sky screamers have the chain and that's already kind of weird with it being so tall. Um, but like the one in Florida, that was, I, that was scary for some reason. Um, Cause it was windy as shit. Windy as shit. But then like now thinking I'm in a prone position, like that would be pretty scary. But it's also like, man, I'll be like, I really want to try at least once, but I'm like, I feel like I'm, this is going to be scary. <laughs> I agree. Um, like, and I wonder like, is it going to be as thrilling as we think it's going to be? Cause when you're in a sky coaster, you're, you're literally free falling and then you're coasting up and like the ride's kind of boring after a free fall. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's fun because you just, you know, plummeted for hundreds and hundreds of feet, 
And then now you're just kind of dance partying over the midway, it seems like. But this, you're just going in a circle. Like, is that going to be thrilling? Yeah, I don't think it's going to be as thrilling as a sky coaster because, yeah, that's you're doing that free fall. We don't get that with the sky screamer. You're, I think what's going to be thrilling would just be, and then again, it's not, it's a whole different type of thrill. It's just going to be like, whoa, like we're just like flying around in circles like Superman. <laughs> and you get this, I'm 400 feet in the air. You have this awesome view. But I think it's going to, like, that's a long, isn't that like a very long, like, kind of, like, ride cycle? I feel like it might get uncomfortable being in a fight suit for, like, four or five minutes. Yeah, I mean, you do the same with a sky coaster, but it is probably about the same length. But... I would say, I feel like once you start getting winched up, though, it doesn't feel like it's four or five minutes. I think it's, like, a minute or so. But, like, the whole process yeah. of them, like, you know, True. attaching you, that's, that takes a bit. Yeah. Now, uh, if you were a theme park manager... Would you make this a free thing or an upcharge thing? Um, just because Fiesta Texas already made it free, I feel like I would make it free. But if I was starting it, I would probably do an upcharge at least at first. Mm-hmm. And then if it if it was something that was a hit and we were just like didn't have enough booking times, then um, make it free. Yeah. But. I would have probably started with an upcharge, but since Fiesta Texas did free, I don't see why over Texas should do that. It kind of feels like you should either upcharge for one row and just because for capacity reasons, but then like if it's popular, why not make it like four rows? Or they're not doing every single ride vehicle, right? Or they are. It's just like one row. Okay. Okay. Then that makes sense for the upcharge because it's only one row. Um, because then everyone's going to request that just to try it out. And then that makes sense. But so Fiesta Texas is only one row. Is it like, like a, a lot of them? I think it's just one row. So that's weird that they have that one free then. But maybe, yeah, I feel like maybe two, but yeah. Also like, could you imagine doing that for if every single seat was that how chaotic that would be as far as suiting people up? <laughs> oh yeah. It would be, um, you'd have to staff the shit out of that thing. Yeah. Okay. Do they attach them like a sky, like, You'd have to. I don't. Oh yeah, I don't know how that would. Are they just doing a carabiner on the chains? Like, yeah, because usually you have to like lower the ground a little bit. Yeah, I'm interested to see what the loading process is like because I feel like you're you're at risk of when you put them in the prone position and smacking their face on the ground. Yeah, and like at the end of the ride. So I wonder if it's just like if they have a platform. Is it a rolling boarding platform they use? extreme flying experience and a rolling boarding platform for those of you that don't understand sky coasters as much there's an option where you can roll a platform out and back some of the smaller parks use it instead of using like the lift crane that the bigger parks generally use it's much safer to use the crane (laughs) or the lift i'll let you look that up yeah i was on the website but i didn't have the photo i want to kind of see a photo of how this is going to look Looks like they have they add an attachment. That's then that's where the chains are hooked on, and there's like four different loops, and then there's looks it just looks like straps that you're hanging on, like oh nylon straps, oh. which looks even more scary. Have you looked at the photo of how it looks? No, I haven't seen it. Um, here I'm gonna share my screen so you can see it. What I'm seeing, but see they added this little oh. attachment here, and yeah, doesn't these look like just a couple of like. Yeah. Like just black straps from a backpack that you like attached to, then they they come together with a carabiner, and that's where you hook on the flight suit piece. And it's interesting because it's not unlike a 
one carabiner. It's two different ones, which is different than what a sky coaster attaches to. Yeah, but they probably like and for our listeners, like whenever you do a sky coaster with multiple people, there is clips that you attach the um the flight suits together on the side. You probably do that on this as the well. side clips. They're probably attached on the, the, on the suit. Clips. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, they're only they're on two different ones. I think part of that is because if, if it's on one, they're gonna kind of be rolled up almost. But this kind of keeps yeah. them more horizontal. True. But yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, I want to see the loading process for sure. That would be very interesting. Yeah, I think I'm with you. I think I'd try it once and never need to do it again. Yeah. But and I even then, I, I would want to see it a little bit closer and then um <laughs> then try it out. Is this thing legit? <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll move on to the next point of news here. So Lost Island Theme Park up in Iowa um, was on Twitter a couple weeks ago, and there's a huge fire just coming from that new theme park that's being built. And um, turns out it was just the log flume building with the log flume queue. So thank God that wasn't like the whole damn park because that would have been very sad. Uh, a lot of people excited for that park. Um, kind of wish it would have just been the SLC and that could have just never been built, but, <laughs> <laughs> but there you go. You got a fire in a new amusement park. I guess that's, I don't want to say that's common during construction time, but a lot of times during construction, you get some fucking fires. It seems like, yeah, I mean, there's, you know, you have a lot of different, you know, when I worked at Volcano Bay and we were opening up that and having all the different construction crews, it's you have all these different contractors come in that don't know each other and they all have their jobs to get done and they have to work around each other. And yeah. <laughs> so, and I think a lot of times like, you know, they have a project to do and they have to do it, but then someone else, like they might not be able to take a vehicle to get there because something else will work on another product. So maybe not product, but project. Mm-hmm. And so maybe, you know, someone messed up and left us in chemical and then started a fire on accident. You heard it first. Maybe they left a chemical or some shit, and that shit fell fire. <laughs> Heard it first. Breaking news. Breaking news. You just cracked the case. <laughs> <laughs> Damn contractors. Anyway, uh, there's a big rumor also as well um, coming out of Bush Gardens, Tampa. Is actually Lance from Screamscape posted. Hey, I heard something, and I'm not going to say what it is, but. Go ride Kumba if you get a chance. Oh, yeah. Go ride Kumba. And there were heavy rumors that Kumba would be going away. No. Yeah. And the internet was very sad. A lot of people are like, you know what? Fuck Kumba. It's it's at the end of its life cycle. And then I'm over here like, that's one of the best fucking rides in America. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I always say Bush Gardens, Tampa they have like some of the best old b&ms mm-hmm. out there and i mean they and they go hand in hand with a lot of the modern b&ms hands down kumba and montu oof, yeah good that is like b&m's prime i think even because yeah. um, after those they kind of started to i don't know they, they took the snappiness out of their rides so like the later rides were just kind of you know, a little more, a little less forceless, a little less punchy in the mouth kind of situations. So Kumba is very precious. And um, the good news is that the park actually tweeted and said, posted a picture of Kumba and said something along the lines of, this isn't going anywhere. 
Like, cool. <laughs> stop That's with good. the rumors. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need them. This thing is going to stay, so... Um, that's good news because that is, I think that's, I mean, depending on who you ask, it has to be your top three of that park, I'd say. I yeah. mean, I put, I put Montu over it. I love Cheetah Hunt, but I think I like Kumba better than Cheetah Hunt. Oh, Iron Gwazi's there now. Yeah, and I, I like, so maybe not. I like Chikra, so. So it's in your top five, at least. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, I'll probably go, man. That park's so um, good. So I haven't there. been on Iron Gwazi, so I can't put it in my top five, but it would be. I mean, it's just going to be. I yeah, mean, it's yeah. just going to be up there. But, like, yeah, I'd say Montu is probably my top one. Then, yeah, it's hard. Maybe Shikara. And then, it, like, Kumba and Cheetah Hunt, they go. It's like on a one day, I'm I like, like one more, another one, I'm like another more. Just that's yeah. how I feel. Like, Cheetah Hunt is fun yeah I mean, they're both fun i guess like it's such a weird ride speed and just like going through like the twists and turns where like kumba's is like a lot of inversions but you fun. feel like you feel like you're strapped to the back of a cheetah on cheetah hunt yeah. that's what's fun about it and it's like a family coaster but there's also weird intensity in it it's confusing but it's no maverick but it's i yeah. like it yeah it's definitely worth a ride or two all right, interesting news out of Gatlinburg. You know the Gatlinburg Mountain Coaster? Um, yep. It has changed its name and its ownership. Um, it's now called the Moonshine Mountain Coaster. Nice. You have to take a shot of moonshine before you ride it? That's the thing. I don't think they – I think they just themed it to moonshine. There's no Moonstein dis- distillery situation going on. Damn. I like, mean, there's some in Gatlinburg, <laughs> just not there. Yeah. Do you like the name change? Uh I mean it kind of seems the like they, it seems like they had a perfect name for it. There's a lot of mountain coasters. This is the first one you see when you come into Gatlinburg. It's called the Gatlinburg Mountain Coaster. Kind of seemed yeah. perfectly named. I don't know if they had to change it or if they wanted to. Good alliteration though, Moonshine Mountain Coaster. I think if they do, maybe they're going to do some, like, a lot of different theming and stuff, and that would be cool. Mm, maybe. Um, but. Uh, <laughs> Maple but, has climbed up on theme park stud and is hugging him. Yeah. The dog. Very good. <laughs> um, I think if they theme it out, and then maybe, maybe, yeah, they, maybe in the long time future, they're going to have, like, some, some distillery partners that might have, like, a little bit we could buy some or maybe a little tasting and maybe i don't know you heard it here first moonshine tasting coming to mountain the mountain coaster moonshine mountain coaster hopefully mountain coaster. i hope so i hope i hope there's more coming to that because just to just to have it themed moonshine isn't enough to me yeah so we'll see some partnerships no. happening let's see it all right, there's some um, pretty interesting news coming out of Six Flags Great America, which is the Six Flags Park up near Chicago in Gurney, Illinois. And they had a section of the park that used to be called Yankee Harbor, and they're going to be replacing that theming with, they're calling it DC Universe. And what they're going to be doing, they had an impulse coaster there, it used to be called V2 Vertical Velocity, which I don't know how that ties into a harbor theme at all <laughs> but they're gonna be changing that to the flash vertical velocity so paint that thing red call it 
basically the same thing, but put the flash in front of it. <laughs> um, the Five, Yankee Park Park still. <laughs> yeah, that's what they love to do. Um, you're going to see the Yankee Clipper log flume become the Aquaman splashdown, which perfect. I mean, Aquaman water makes sense. Makes sense. Checks Whirly, out. <laughs> the checks out. You've got the Whirly Gig, which is a wave swinger. Um, that's going to be changed to the DC Supervillains swing. Um, and then Batman and Joker is going to be pulled in to um, this area as well. And then you'll have different snack um, re-themes and that sort of thing. So you're kind of taking an area that was kind of had a loose theme, but then just had these random rides and tying it together to the stereotypical Six Flags theming. What do you think about it? Do they need to do this? Uh, I was, so I've never been to that park yet. I need to, um, especially because we're not that far away. Um, Pretty close. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I don't really know how the original lineup was. And do, have they had a DC area in that park before, like every other Six Flags parks? I'm assuming they had a very basic Gotham with Batman and, and Joker. Uh, but yeah, nothing else. I mean, you got like a, there's like a Spanish kind of section where, Raging Bull is and Viper. Um, yeah. You've got Superman just off in a corner next to a Batman. <laughs> I, I think the thing is, like, one thing I think that Six Flags is going to be trying to do isn't because this is very much their mindset is let's, if we're going to put a scrambler out, let's put an IP to it. That's kind of been their idea the last few years. No matter kind of where it is in the park, at least for some parks, it kind of felt like, all right, we're going to put this ride just going to be called Superman over here and with the England section of our park or whatever it is. Yeah. So I think they're tying it in to DC Universe, which sure. Um, I don't know. I think Six Flags, they've, they've got the right idea with their IP that they have and they, they should be using it, but it's also kind of, are we, are we tired of it? <laughs> are we tired I mean, of the Six Flags I... DC theme? I've always I've been tired of it for a long time just because yeah. it's like there's not any kind of uniqueness. I mean, yeah, I guess there's different, just a little bit different on certain IPs and stuff. Um, sorry, she's like running all over the place. <laughs> she's about to, she's getting the zoomies right now. Good. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, I feel like I don't know. I'm just it's they've they've had. Batmans and Supermans pretty much since we were kids and yeah now they've had like more but it's all just yeah flat rides and you know a few cool coasters here and there but it's like I just I know when I'm in a Six Flags and I see something DC yeah anytime I think of DC though I think Six Flags so same yeah and then you're getting like weird things too where they're taking away Six Flags they're taking away DC theming in other parks and make it more generic with like bizarro being moved um over at great adventure you have the bizarro thing being changed back to medusa but that was just a random superhero coaster in the back of the park so maybe they're trying to maybe they're just realizing what they've done and they're just trying to put it in a place now maybe that'd be good i think i'd like that yeah all right, before we go into this next topic, um, we are going to be talking about the incident that happened at Icon Park um, with the 14-year-old teenager that, that unfortunately passed away. So we're going to get into a little bit about the details of 
the incident. So if this is something that you're not wanting to listen to, go ahead and skip forward about four or five minutes and um, we'll get back to regularly scheduled programs. If you are a roller coaster enthusiast or anybody, I think you've heard of this because I remember the, the day after this news broke, it was on local news channels like I saw it in the gym. Um, but there was a really, really unfortunate accident. And um, it was at Icon Park on their new for 2021 drop tower. And I don't know the name of it. So what happened? There was a an instance where basically a 14-year-old boy fell out of the restraint and and passed away from his injuries. And um, it's a, just a terrible, horrible accident. And you, your thoughts go to the family and everybody that was involved with that situation. It's just, it's something that shouldn't have happened. Um, and another thing, there's also, when you think about this ride, it's very out in the open. It's it, Icon Park is, I mean, you're really in a public space and then there's these rides that they do upcharges for. So there's always just a lot of people around. And um, there was a, there was a video that was actually posted of the incident and it's a terrible, terrible video. And um, when you think about that ride, is there a cycle of that ride that doesn't get filmed? Cause it, you think sure. about how, how it's, how it's set up. You've got people that, see that thing and they're like hell no i'm not riding that and then you've got people that are like, i'm gonna ride it so like it, it just feels like there's always probably somebody filming it um yeah i mean i'm sure there's a few but yeah i say maybe the majority of them someone's filming them on that um especially because it's like it's in a very touristy area of orlando so people are a lot of them are on vacation Boston locals and go there mm-hmm. and so they're going to be taking photos and videos because they're having fun I don't know about every cycle, say the majority of them, at least someone. Yeah. So it's just kind of a unique kind of storm of things happening that this video was created. Um, But I just, we got to be careful talking about this because I know a lot of people are, are very upset that there's a video even online in the first place. And um, just to kind of bring it up, you and I, we have big theme park backgrounds. We've, we've worked in operations. Shoot. I've been a, a safety manager technically for a a very large scale global theme park company so when we talk about this incident and you know you and i've seen the video and kind of seen what went wrong um i feel like we should talk about it because there's a lot of stuff posted online of just people that have no theme park background they just ride rides right and they're saying oh the operators at fault they're just pointing fingers there's no seat belt there was no blah 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 but I just want to kind of talk about it because I've actually been DMing some people that work at parks that have similar titles to what we've had and um, people that aren't really allowed to post because they work for a company, right? <laughs> so they're not yeah. really allowed to comment on it. Um, but I just kind of want to talk about the incident itself, kind of how it happened and like why, why, why did it happen? Because this is something that should never happen. This is a modern drop ride. Why does something like this happen? It should have the best safety features of like any ride ever. It's the newest one. Don't go looking for the video. You don't need to see it. But what, what happens is the ride goes through its cycle and there's a tilt at the top, right? It's, it's yeah. not as severe of a tilt as like a Falcon's Fury, but it has that same tilt. And when you hit the brakes, there's a little swing out, right? When it comes to the, and that is the moment where the child fell out. 
there's a lot of postings online. You can kind of see the fit of the restraint on the, on the guy um, is not very well fit. Like it's locked. Like you're, you're looking at it and you're kind of like, Ooh, should this person be on this ride? Right. Would I yeah, be fair in assessing that? So just so our listeners know these type of rides. So they, it was like an over the shoulder harness. Um, and there's no, uh, I don't think there's a secondary, well, at least not a external secondary, um, like restraint, there might be something internally behind the scenes. I think uh, there is something internally behind the scenes, by the way. Yeah, there probably there's no is. there's no physical seatbelt, but um, I know that that was a, a sources tell me that there is some sort of a redundant thing happening that's not quite as visible. Yeah, but so I saw the photo of him with the restraint on, and yeah, he he just he looked too big for the ride so this should have been a conversation had about that but yes the harness did probably come down and click once and they kind of have like different you know whenever you can put on a, a harness even if it's a lap bar you get a click 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 and that's just like um the mechanics of it like locking the harness when it's in a lock position and um but in this type of ride uh there's like a sensor that tells the the main control panel that harnesses are locked so if you ever see like any empty seats on rides like this, they have to have the harnesses like um, down in order to send the ride because the right. system won't, won't do that. So the system itself probably registered that, hey, it's been locked because it clicked once. And that's nothing to do with the clicks itself. It's just more of where there's a sensor that's going to read like how close is this, I don't know, like part of this, the restraint is to the sensor. That's If it's in proximity, then it's going to send back that green light. And I would say that that's kind of, um, that's going to be kind of based off of the manufacturer, right? Um, As far as when that goes off and maybe a little bit of the maintenance team with maintaining the ride. Yes, Um, both. It's definitely set by the manufacturer. And yeah, when they're maintaining a ride, they could accidentally, you know, maybe mess that up or they switch mm -hmm. off sensors or it could be in a faulty sensor. Who knows? There's a lot of, there's a lot of variables and I'm sure they're going to they're doing a full investigation to figure out the the right thing. Mm -hmm. But the second part is, and this is more of the physics of rides and whenever Mm -hmm. people are building rides like this and manufacturers, like, and with all, all type of rides, it's all about, um, okay, how can a rider ride this safely? And, you know, we have our positive and negative G forces and stuff like that, but really a lot of it is going to also come down to when when they start talking about harnesses, it needs to be able to lock down your, um, center of gravity mm-hmm. and everyone's center of gravity is slightly different um you know taller people um versus shorter people um larger to skinnier people and stuff like that right so we're looking at um and typically your center of gravity is kind of like um like belly button type area like core yeah. really right and just looking at where the harness was hitting them it was hitting very really high in the chest so the center of gravity was lower um, so I think that was kind of a combination where the harness just wasn't going to hold him in, um, cause it wasn't properly placed on his body. And I think it was because of that swing, that swing stop, by the way, if mm-hmm. this was a standard drop tower, I think he would have been fine. Um, which is kind of odd, but, um, one thing I do want to bring up, um, cause there was a lot of just speculation of like, well, if there was a secondary seatbelt, yeah, that, that could have probably helped. But I also think that comes down to that sensor. Because technically that sensor should go off like where a seatbelt would 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 um, click, right? 
Yeah. I mean, I don't think it was a seatbelt on there. Like a typical, and again, obviously each manufacturer, they're going to have different size seatbelts. But I, you know, on most uh, drop towers and really most rides, those seatbelts aren't super long. And I don't think it would have connected if there was an option for the seatbelt to click in. Right. But um, yeah, I would just say there's a lot of pointing, a lot of blaming. Um, but ultimately what it comes down to is, and, and I was listening to the, in the video, you can hear the conversation that the ride-op has with another ride-op. Yeah, I heard that too. And he says, she said, did you, did you check his restraint? Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah, it was green. It was good to go. So my, I think my point here is this ride should have been, that sensor should not go off if it's not going to secure somebody. It needs to be set more closer to the ride. And I think that's what we're going to find um, once they do their research and investigate and, and all of that is that ultimately it comes down to the ride design or maintenance somewhere in there somewhere in that gray area that you and I don't necessarily know what it comes down to is it should never, the ride should never be in a spot where the, how much does the ride operator make 12, $13 an hour, maybe. And they're just out of high school. That's the person that should not be deciding if it's safe or not. That should be, it's a 2021 new edition. This is technology is there. to, to yeah. prevent this incident. So no, I, think- I, I agree a hundred percent, but I also, but I also think that, and I don't know what type of training they had on, you know, proper ride placement and stuff like mm-hmm. that. If they recognize like, Hey, some, you know, just seeing that photo, I recognize it immediately. Um, Most write-ups would have. Yeah. So I don't, you know, and it could have gone back to the training and management could have, just, you know, there's a lot of factors that go into it. You know, maybe it wasn't a good place. And then, you know, started shifting around i don't know you know maybe. um maybe they had to unlock and then it went back up and then it wasn't double checked there's a lot of things we don't mm. know there um, is yeah but again i yeah you shouldn't that should just be a very 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 like third fourth check like mm-hmm. you know but the system itself needs to yeah yeah, yeah except we're in 2022 <laughs> this was built in 2021 it, like, yeah it, should, it shouldn't come down to quote unquote unprofessional ride operator yeah it just shouldn't I don't think they were unprofessional. I think they're. I don't either. It's just those are just words moment. I saw on Twitter. Yeah, people saying they just had a scary moment. And they, I mean, they just witnessed something super tragic. I mean, it was just like, uh, what do we do? Mm-hmm. And they're probably in a little bit of a shock as well. Very unfortunate accident, but I did just want to kind of talk about it too because so many people are talking about it and have no background in this kind of thing, and I just wanted to bring it up to kind of you know, give some edu- educated speculation, I guess, is what we call it. I don't know how to transition out of something so heavy to something so ridiculous and light and fun, which I think we all need at this point. Um, fucking puppies. Puppies, dogs, and uh, we're going to create an amusement park. So this is just a and theme park said you kind of had this general idea and then I took it another direction and we're going to, we're going to fucking collaborate on these ideas that we had, but theme park said you are a new father to a very adorable young lady named Maple who is a very, a very cute dog. Yeah. She's a cutie. She's a cutie. <laughs> and I have a little bit of an older dog. He was also, I like to think a little cutie. 
Um, He's a cutie. Little cutie boy dog. His name's Hudson. And they both kind of have these personalities. And you love to hyper fixate on something. You've got this new puppy you've had for about a month, maybe something like that. Yeah, it's been uh, actually, it's a month today. Wow. Hell yeah. Yeah. Time to party. We'll celebrate through this podcast. (laughs) And uh, we just thought like, if we could make the perfect park for our dogs (laughs) or any dog, I guess, but we're going to be thinking kind of in terms of our dogs and we could make it an amusement park and like dogs could kind of fit on these rides and they're accessible for dogs what kind of a park would we make so we're going to basically just create this fictional park with some funny ideas maybe talk about certain breeds along the way what they would be doing at these attractions if we have a good joke (laughs) and um, I'm also going to incorporate because I did I did post on Instagram like if, if a dog amusement park was created what type of attractions would you like to see and we got some good listener responses so i'll try to incorporate those into the conversation as well yeah, what we'll try ones. to do we're going to try to create an entrance plaza what would the entrance look like and then three sections of the park that and this is completely improvised by me and theme park stud we haven't really talked about this but we one of them will be a puppy area a children's area if you will and then we'll have two other areas that can be in there and we're, and we're going to try to maybe mix it up a little bit to have a dark ride a family ride a thrill ride some eateries in there maybe some amenities and just make the perfect dog experience for a theme park let's go ahead and get started theme park stud and let let's start before we even get to the park i don't know if there would be any type of amenities along the way and if, there, if there isn't we'll just cut it out <laughs> You pull up to the park, you get, you get to the parking plaza, you get parking, you, you go up and buy your tickets. What would be different? What would be different? Well, first off, I think we just say some ground rules. Um, you know, these dogs, you know, walking through the park, they're going to be on a leash and stuff. We're going to have some off leash areas inside the park. But so you're walking up and like all these people just have dogs. And um, so I think what's going to be different is obviously when dogs see other dogs, sometimes they get very excited and want to play. So we're going to have to like create some kind of cue almost where like almost like a blinder so they could actually go in and get their tickets. The humans could do what they need to do in order to get into the park. Um, But I think uh, there'd be just like, I'm just picturing like a little like monument statue of like a bone, like just out (laughs) there, just like as steaming. Um, There'd be uh uh like i think all the employees will have treats and stuff so they're oh, like yeah. yeah so they could like you know hand them and all that kind of stuff um but other than that like the entrance wise it's kind of hard because like you can't really do a lot of amenities you're gonna need a you're gonna need a guest services you're gonna need ticket booths and stuff um dogs so are gonna have to pee more. right when they get out though that's the rule yeah there's gonna be a ton of like Peace spots around the park that's a lot of theme parks already have this but there's gonna be a lot more so um there'll be like little like kind of a grassy areas um with like you know poop bags and stuff like that oh very fun yeah i think you yeah. have one maybe around in the parking lot would you have a dog park in the parking lot um 
Are there dogs that exist that immediately when they get out of the car, they're going to have to try to calm down a little bit and run around? Uh, but I feel like that's the opposite of calming down. In fact, dog parks are going to get more excited. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Um, Maybe there's some fire hydrants along the way to piss on. Yeah, it could definitely be like fire hydrant themes. Um, that's yeah. I think all of the all the potty spots should have like a fake fire hydrant there. It just just says that's like, like the icon. No. Yeah. This is where your dog should generally go. <laughs> um, and then, but yeah, at the front gate itself, I mean, yeah, I don't know because it's like. You don't want to get the dogs too distracted because you're gonna to have to like go through this mm-hmm. process and you can't just like let them run loose. Um, like we'll go get you while we get the tickets. Like <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's heavily encouraged that they buy online. Oh yeah, I mean, I think this day and age, I would, I think it should be highly encouraged to buy online no matter what. <laughs> maybe it's as you know, there's no tickets on site. <laughs> you gotta buy on your cell phone, homie. Um, okay, so we get into the park and we got. And it's hilarious because your dog is in your lap right now. Like, I, yeah, the ears she, are buzzing. She's like eating my ear. She just wants to chew on me. I want to go to this place. <laughs> All right. So when you walk in, what's the grand entrance look like? What are we um, gonna do? Yeah, I think, I think just like over the, the like the turnstiles, just like a big, just like dog and like a. You maybe dig a bone or something like that. An iconic bone. <laughs> one thing that um, one of our listeners actually put in that I think might be a good idea here is um, Treat Mountain. So oh, yeah. <laughs> maybe having just a bunch of treats, uh, and they can be fake looking, but just some sort of weird pile of things that dogs like that would include like um, different dog treats, maybe some tennis balls in there, dog toys, just like piled up and just an iconic statue of some sorts. So maybe that is like the Eiffel Tower, if you will, of like a King's Island Park. <laughs> yeah, I think that's definitely Treat Mountain would be perfect. <laughs> a huge pile of treats. I don't know how big that would look. That that would be ridiculous. Maybe, maybe some toys, like some, some, you know, dog toys also kind of mixed into that. It does. So. And then, uh, I mean, is this where you kind of have – does it feel like a park area, like a city park even? Where is this the first dog area? Okay, so yeah, for section-wise, I mean, I think, yeah, I think I think maybe a cityscape, city park um, could be like the first section theme. That's like the, the land oh, theme. Is this almost so, like Main Street USA type? Yeah, maybe not like Main Street USA where it's like, okay, this is kind of like a you know, 30s, 40s, set, but maybe more like modern day city, but also, yeah, it has shops. You're walking down the street. Um, there's like, you know, some like a grassy area where, and then there's obviously there's going to be photographers to get a photo of you and your dog with Treat Mountain oh, in the background. Yes. Um, just like you see at the parks now, but then you have like a lot of little shops and restaurants and that for like right when you first walk in. So like, but they get dog toys, treats, um, you know, leashes, like specialty, like theme to the park itself, um, collars, harnesses, all that fun stuff. Like stuff um, you might have forgotten on the yeah. way there or something. There's going to be a Starbucks in the park, oh. just like every park. You already so, took my first thing I was going to put in. 
<laughs> I was like, there has to be a Starbucks at the entrance because humans have to enjoy this too. They're going to need their coffee. Exactly. And the they dogs are going to need their pup pups. <laughs> yeah. So there's, there's definitely going to be that, you know, there's going to be some, some, yeah, coffee in there. And I was like, why not Starbucks with the pup cup? And I know other places do that too, but think um, about the uniqueness of like, you know, how the Starbucks mugs, they have like different cities and like at Disney world for each of the parks, they have different themed mugs for that. Think yeah. about how cool they could make a mug for that one. The merchandise that would be cool. Dog um, everywhere. <laughs> yeah, and it'll probably be a few restaurants there as well, you know. And I, I think with the restaurants, um, and I'm just kind of just free balling here. Uh, <laughs> like, definitely have, like, food for humans, like, you know, and probably, like, the same kind of stuff you're going to have. You're going to have, like, one that would just be has a little bit of everything, kind of have, you know, the, the typical chicken tenders and stuff, but then maybe like a few like entrees that's more like specialty. Um, but then they also have like dog food options as well. So like you could eat while your dog eats. Um, and also just like, maybe not this specific restaurant, but there's gonna be other ones. Like they could, you can even have like a, like an ice cream shop or bakery type thing. Mm-hmm. And that does like very specialty dog, like dog treats, like, you know, mm-hmm. um, something that's going to be, not the typical, just like, oh, here's a little treat, but more Instagrammable. of like, yeah, Instagrammable, like, you know, it's a dog cupcake, you know, and or <laughs> dog treat cupcake, something like that. It's going to be a little bit over the top, but awesome. I also just love the idea of on like your little main street here of adding, think of like cereal bar, but with like different types of dog food. So that like, if you went and you're worried about your dog that eats at five o'clock every night and you're at the theme park. It's like, oh, shoot, they have the Purina One style dog food that my dog eats. Put it in a disposable bowl of some sort, and they can just have their dinner as scheduled. (laughs) Yeah, no, I think that's great. Like having different options. The only tricky part is like, yeah, you don't want to just switch dog's diet. if They don't have the one they have because that could upset their stomach. But yeah. but if they, you know, yeah, having a sponsor by like a brand like Purina One or I'm sure one of them would sponsor it. Oh, yeah. You'd yeah. have to sponsor. Like you'd be fighting over sponsorships there. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think with the city, since we're in a city, this should definitely be like a off-leash dog park area. Just like, you know, just like a typical dog park. But has like, you know, those built-in like very nice like agility stuff, like a little ramp that they could run up. Um you could rent tennis balls or, um, you know, there. So it's like themed or you could buy them or rent them. So if you just want to play, you know, renting would be super cheap. I'm talking like maybe a dollar. Yeah. If you want to buy them, maybe like $4. So most people are going to buy them because then they'll have like the logo for the park on them and stuff. Yes. And then like, or even other toys them to be tennis balls. So then like they can kind of play there with other dogs. And, um, and it just kind of fits that with it being in the city themed. And then I was thinking of some other attractions. I think I think one of our listeners had a pretty good one. Um, yeah, are we are we going into the attractions of Main Street, or do we want to save that for uh, a new area? I was thinking like I think there should be a few attractions in this section because it's okay. not just not, again. I don't I don't think this is just Main Street. This is a there's going to be a Main Street, but then you're going to branch off. Part, branch off there's going to be other parts of that before we transition to a whole different land okay i think it should be like not a ton of attractions but maybe one or two um i think what about um, so andrew hyde actually sent a really good one and i think this could be a good a good option so think think dog friendly moose on the loose and call it like theme it to chasing a squirrel 
and and maybe it's just like a path where they they literally chase a squirrel that's on like some sort of a system and they just like go that'd be kind of fun and it can like yeah, adjust speeds cool. and um one thing i do want to add because when you think about like main street usa disney any disney park a lot of times you have a mickey mouse meet and greet right there so i think in the center of the town you should have and shout out to my wife for this idea a mailman meet and greet <laughs> where you go in you get a picture with the mailman and maybe the mailman has a treat or something that he gives the dog but um it could be a ups guy it could be a fedex guy get a sponsorship in there somehow with the yeah. u.s mail service no, that'd be cool because I mean, think about in real life. Some people like you know you want to meet these characters. Other people are definitely afraid of them. Just like some dogs, you know, they're gonna love the mailman. Other ones, like no, this is an evil person, so they're just gonna stay away from that. Yeah. Um, but I agree. I I just picturing like a mailman next to like a mailbox, and then yeah, um, have like a little line. They kind of go in and stuff. I think the tricky part to make this work is just how do you keep the dog like when you wait in line for meet and greets or some mm-hmm. attractions. Um, you know, if it's like. I don't think this is going to be super, super long, but like 20 minutes of staying in line, they're going to get excited, especially being around other dogs. Like, how do we make that work? Maybe right. it's a number system and it's a dog park. Like you take a number, you're waiting in and they say, all right, number 35, get in the bullpen or yeah. whatever it is. Maybe that's the way to do it. Because mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's going to be interesting. Dogs are not going to sit still. Yeah, they're not. And especially when around other dogs. So yeah, I like that having like these little small like dog parks as like a staging area for the queues. Yeah. And it's like a reservation system, kind of like, you know, Volcano Bay and what Disney's mm-hmm. done in the past and stuff like that. Oh, I think we found the answer. Uh, I think so. We okay. just have them. Yeah. Or we just all, have it all, all the attractions all, would have it. Yeah. I'll have it just have it all reservation system. So then you could just go on with your day. And, but then, yeah, maybe even have like a few dog parks around there. So if you just, you know, you don't want to go to a shop, you don't want to just walk around, you know, you could sit down while your dog plays, you know, all that kind of stuff. Okay. Maybe there's like notifications through an app or something that you reserve things. And this is going to be, this is a little off topic because not, not really the city, it's for the park as a whole, but you know, we're going to obviously, you know, safety is our top priority, of course. So we're going to have our, our health services team. We're also going to have our vet services team as well. So Yeah come there for a vet appointment if you need it or if there's an emergency mm-hmm. you get your nails trimmed or if any you know like accidents happen in the park you know mm-hmm. humans get hurt you know a dog might get hurt and they would dispatch them out and they could help treat them and all that kind of stuff yeah i think that's great yeah you're gonna have some dogs bite other dogs and this is gonna be some things happening yeah dogs are be. not humans i mean people fight in parks so you know yeah. dog fights people fight in parks and i'm sure people have bit each other in the parks okay so we know there's going to be a puppy land of some sort what do we want our other two areas to be i i have an idea that's popped up is there more of an action zone and a relaxation zone yeah but i was i think this should be a theme to it i agree um this should be more maybe that's the general idea but let's throw a theme on it yeah so i'm trying to there's so many that you could go out there. Like if this was like a Disney park, you could have Doug from up in the dog and just like <laughs> beam it that way. Like just to be, that'd be more, I guess it'd be like a little more children's area maybe um, or the relaxation to a certain degree. Cause it's not super action based, but um, I don't know. Like there's like superhero dogs. I feel like, okay. I feel like 
I feel the like underdog. there's a cartoon. I feel like there's a cartoon out there like of a like the underdog. I don't know what that is. He's kind of an older character, but he is a dog with a cape. And he's known for being the underdog. So he's always the one that's, you know, not supposed to win the race, not supposed to be the one to come in and save us, but he still does. I think <laughs> I think that's how that goes. Okay. It's like a kids wouldn't really know what it is, but the underdog is like a theme would be kind of I think relatable. Yeah. Or Snoopy. Snoopy could be your kids. Yeah, there's always Snoopy. Yeah, there's there's a lot like yeah, I'm just thinking of like dog. Go Pluto. Um like Clifford. I mean, I could also be oh, in the children's yeah. area. Um there's a lot of IPs that are out there um that could work. And so yeah, it's thinking of like I feel like there's a I don't know what it is, but it's there's like a blue like dog that has like kind of like almost like Iron Man is like kind of robotic parts too. Oh, I think I know. I'm thinking of like a Will Smith movie. Is it I Am Legend? Yeah. I think there's a dog. I was thinking, there and then is. I was thinking of Blues Clues. There's so many options. Oh, yeah. Um, isn't there like a show called Rescue Pups? That's kind of a nuts. Um, yeah, Paw Patrol. This Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol. Like, like, kids love that. That's the children's areas. Okay. Patrol. Let's Hands go with down. the children's area then. Let's start with yes. that. Let's do it a Paw, Paw Patrol theme. Now, do you know much about Paw Patrols? Like, as far as like things about Paw Patrol that could be into attractions? Um, so no. <laughs> I mean, but okay. So I'm looking at the photos right now, and it looks like these dogs are like police officers, firefighters. Um, uh, okay. I, I like this. I think there's one that's a lifeguard i'm looking at maybe i don't know so well, it's kind of like that um picture like legoland city like okay. um yeah that makes sense like that except puppies and dogs and um, and they're the heroes yeah they're the heroes you know they're okay. the first responders you know all that kind of stuff i love so this because i our dog hudson we say that he always goes to work because he he hates reflections on the ceiling, so he always investigates them thoroughly. There's a dog walking by. He's got to check out and, and make sure the perimeter is safe. So I think um, I think that's a great idea. I do. Yeah. Okay, so what, let's, let's start nailing down some things about some attractions that you would have in the kitty area. Um, so... I think number one, like just a little, just puppy only, like dog park area where they could just do what puppies do, just clumsy as hell, running around. Um, this is a puppy, th- like this is for the puppies. Yeah, and this I is. think I think we could also like you know when you're like in a children's area, there's like some that are just for like I wouldn't say newborns, but like mm-hmm. very very small children, and there's some that's like okay, you're a little bit bigger. We also have that like an age range, like yeah. okay, when they're like eight to you know, this many weeks. And also, I guess this would be kind of tough because like, I know, for example, right now, Maple, she's, she is 16 weeks now, but she, I still can't technically really take her to a dog park. She doesn't have our vaccinations yet. So right. this is just, you know, this may not be able to ever come like fruition, but this is just for this is a fantasy world. We don't need the, we don't need the dirty details here. Yeah. All the parks so, can be there. They're, all the dogs can be there. They're not going to bite each other. There's not going to be any diseases spreading. We're just making a park. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
so I think yeah, just like a little section with just all the little little tiny ones are just playing and, and acting goofy and stuff like that. Um, I think like, um, I guess this could be for all of them, but maybe you know how like some parks they have like a coaster where um, it's like there's a big version of it and there's a small one. Yes. So I'm not gonna talk about I'm not saying a roller coaster, but one of your, one of our listeners, um, it's the Tunnel of Smells yes yes so i think in a park there could be not in this section but a bigger one for older dogs but then like a small puppy one that um that has smells that you know for them but it's a more entry level smells yeah and it's like a smaller one they walk through and everything and uh yeah so like like just like a puppy version of that like yeah and maybe there's like some smells that they've definitely never smelled before and they're like you get to see their reaction. There's an on-ride photo of them with the new smell. I bet that's a that's a an option that like okay, we got this one specific smell. Yeah, we know it's gonna make dogs react, and we can take a picture. <laughs> I think I think a lot of like cool photo ops like around that area too. Just the pose with your pup and all that kind of stuff. What if we had a little train ride that um, I, I think because because trains are very accessible as far as any park that has service dogs, usually service dogs are allowed on trains. They can sit on the bench and, and be good boys. So I think, I think some sort of a kitty train would be good. Maybe around like a, a splash pad or, or something in the back yeah. of the kitty section would be really fun. And you just brought up a great idea. Splash pad. Splash pad. Yes. The puppies love splashing uh yeah like have like just a splash pad itself like something pretty shallow they could just jump into water if they really like water and all that kind of stuff and play that way so i know not every dogs love that but um my dog hates it but yeah, i don't know i don't know if maple would like water i mean bass she hates um yeah. and whenever we're outside and it's raining she doesn't love that and if there's like a little bit of a stream that's you know going down the road um she she doesn't like she has to be very careful doesn't step in it she does not like to step in water so i'm curious how this you know how would she would be around like a lot of water like that so Mm -hmm. what if there was like like a little puppy version of that and then we'll have a bigger version for larger dogs yeah that's great and what if there's like a fetch area yeah i was thinking like some kind of like automatic like kind of like ball launcher or something Mm -hmm. like that where they literally just run nonstop. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a, the, the dog park side would be that too. But yeah, something that more interactive for them, I guess, than just a generic dog park. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, maybe they're like, they like, they launch it. And then maybe, and this could be something in another, another section too. Um, yeah. So I feel like a lot of these are going to be just like smaller versions of other things you have in a park for the larger dogs. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, let's see. I think we've got a pretty good kitty section there. Are there any, I'm trying to think if there'd be any like food specific for puppies or anything. Uh, like that. Maybe uh, something with just puppy formula type, uh, not formula, but like, you know, puppy specific dog food. Oh yeah. Um, like that's, you know, I maple, she has her own specific puppy food until she gets like, I think a year. And then we switch her to more generic, not generic, but like adult food. Yeah um so yeah so then maybe there's like a little outlet for just like the the prina like like kind of dog food bar 
but it just has like the puppy stuff instead of like adult food. Okay. Yeah. And maybe just like a little like training section too. This would be more for the humans where um, we have trainers that kind of put on shows. So it could be education for the human. The dog probably wouldn't love it just because I'm not going to sit there and watch the show, but maybe it's something that it's like a training class. That's, you know, maybe 20 minutes long, 30 minutes long. It could help you as a humor, help human train your dog. And also it also will keep them activated for about 30 minutes. What if there was also an option and this, this might be more general too, but there's a rescue program where you can, you can get a dog from the steam park. <laughs> you could come and you can adopt dogs or, you know, if you're instead of, I don't know, could you, if you didn't, you couldn't care for your dog anymore. You could yeah, that's something that I think you could partner with like a local rescue group and maybe, maybe, yeah, a few dogs live at the park and, um, so there are, there's like always dogs to be available, but then there's also like, Hey, if you want even more options, here's the rest of the dogs for this rescue group and something like that. That'd be great. But, all, but I think all proceeds should go back to that rescue group, nothing for the park itself. So yeah, I agree. Yeah. Or maybe they're, they're the ones opening this park in the first place. Who knows? Oh, usually this place is a nonprofit. They don't have any money to do that. <laughs> this could be a nonprofit park. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, okay. That was just an idea though. Um, no, I think that's a good, good idea. We feel good well, about the puppies. I feel good about it. Okay. Now we got, this is the hard part is deciding on two other themed areas. Well, I think are, one could be the action theme. Like, so like finding like a superhero dog, like, yeah, maybe underdog. Um, let me just type in some sort of active. Well, maybe we'll call it like Airbud. the Airbud. Oh yeah. yeah. Airbud. Like the active, um, all that kind of stuff. Um, okay. I like that a lot. He's also in the, all the, he does all the different sports and all that kind of stuff. So it could kind of be almost like a sportsy thrill type section. Mm-hmm. Where you know you have your football section, soccer section, baseball. I don't think did he ever do baseball? I know he did football, basketball. He probably did. You know, I think he did soccer one too. Oh, um, yes, he did. Yeah. Um, Air Bud. I love the idea of Airbud themed. Yeah. I'm gonna put in my and, first. Oh yeah, he did. He did volleyball too. <laughs> nice. There's also Airbud. I need like I should rewatch these movies. <laughs> They're fantastic. My wife does rewatch them because she has a classroom full of elementary children and they are kids. I think we need to just plan a movie day and watch Airbuds. Like not yeah. all of them, but like at least Airbud the the first two, if not the first three. So you know, I'm down for it. Yeah, because we got basketball, the classic football, and then soccer's the third one. So I'm totally down with all three of those. No, I don't Anyways. know how you theme this, but maybe this is a an Airbud themed dark ride but it has to be themed to going bye-bye. So if you think like test track and close it somehow, have windows down where you're going through maybe different scenes of the air bud playing basketball. There's these animatronic dogs doing crazy things. And you know, this one might not necessarily be for the dogs. It might be more of a human element, but the dogs can be on there and they're in the window and they got their, their noses out and they're smelling different scents and that sort of thing. Um, but it could be an Airbud theme. Airbud yeah. plays football. Airbud plays basketball. Airbud's the fucking hero. That's my first um, idea. I think like we talked about like the fetch area. So, but I'm almost making it into like okay, maybe the football scene. Like you know, you have 
Oh, you catch the the football touchdown. Yeah, that and also like, okay, almost like a combine type thing. It's like, okay, we're going to launch this ball. They're going to run 40 yards. We're going to time them. But then also like you could have leaderboards and stuff like that. And so. (laughs) And you um, can have like different, like even it can break down to the breeds. Like what's your fastest basset hound today? (laughs) Oh, yeah, that would be really cool. Yeah. Um, You've got something there. Yeah. And then definitely like a meet and greet does you know maybe I, mean, I know obviously the the real earbuds no longer with us but like rest maybe in like peace a, homie yeah maybe like a golden retriever that looks like him and do like a meet and greet that way someone that's like really trained and will be good around other dogs and sit there so then you could do like a meet and greet with your pup with the earbud um and all the different versions like have a basketball one a football one you know i think that'd be fantastic yeah. Or maybe, maybe even that the dog just cycles out and football version and it, comes out. And, and I, I feel like food wise, at least for humans, this is where you're gonna find those like, like a pizza place, um, uh, chicken oh. tenders. Like this is where you're gonna find like the bad, you know, the typical, uh, you know, theme park food. But it's like, okay, you're gonna find it. There's like, gonna be other healthy options somewhere else. But if I just want to really grub, these are the new spots. So, like, what is my dog's favorite thing that I eat? Pizza. Because yeah. I throw the pizza crust at him and he loves it. Yeah. He also loves, and, yeah, and that's an option you could do. But there would also be some dog like healthier food. So you know, if you, if there's those people out, like I don't want to give them people food. Like I don't get maple people food yet. Eventually yeah. I will, but I don't want. Oh, I, my food. my dog half of my dog's diet is people food. <laughs> <laughs> well, she will eventually food. when she gets older, but right now. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Yeah um some other attractions uh what would be some other good ones um, don't really have like a carousel or anything yet but that that'd probably be in the other section something active maybe squirrel chaser moves over here maybe that could be i think that's a better fit over at this this ride um could you do a roller coaster i mean it's kind of the same idea as like a test track so i don't know that that necessarily yeah, have, needs to be there you would have to keep it in i mean i mean you could probably no nah, i i just think dogs and roller coasters like it's not I think a good scare them too much yeah yeah but if it was something enclosed like a test track it might be a little bit better um, when it comes to it okay. um, that can be our roller coaster yeah cool. but that's like yeah what are some other flat rides i mean not a carousel but like something else that could be like similar to that maybe like um you know we had the test track that's kind of like that, but that could be a little extreme for dogs. What if we did some like maybe almost like a taxis type thing with same okay. thing? Yeah. Slower. Yeah. The person can drive it. They sit yep. in the car. Oh, that's a beautiful idea. Yeah. And the theme is still Airbud somehow. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. Like you're just going through like the park to the different fields and you pass like, oh, this is the football game. This is the baseball game, you know? Yep. Okay. Yeah. You definitely have to have an antique car ride. That's that's the yeah. best idea. I can't believe anybody didn't think of that. Um, trying to think, what else? Like, what does Disney have that would just like, that kind of will fit? We don't have any shows. Would like an action themed dog the show? The shows is like dogs aren't gonna watch the shows. Cause I was thinking that too. I was like, they're just not gonna sit there and watch the show, you know. But adults might. Adults might. But what are you gonna do with your dog? You know. Well, I don't know. Maybe somebody, yeah. maybe somebody has to watch the dog. You're right. Shows are tough. They are. I, I, I think this should be something like, 
maybe we do have shows, but it's something like, okay, you know, the family, like I, I'm going to take the dog and do this while you guys go watch the show or, or if it's like uh, a park layout where you just kind of sit or, in a park. And or, okay. The here, dog. Here's what we could do. You know, like almost like a little doggy daycare for the show itself. Like, oh. um, and so like you drop your dog off, they're going to now play in this area. That's going to be supervised by staff. Or maybe nap. Show. Um, oh yeah. They have like a show nap zone, but also like if they don't want to nap, there's like a play area too. And it's only going to be, you know, what's on like theme park shows, like 20 minutes the most, maybe a yeah. little bit longer. Yeah. So just go there for the time being, they're probably going to be in there, you know, maybe 30, 40 minutes. Cause you're going to probably drop them off, get your seat, wait a little bit, watch the show. Then you got to file out and then get them out. Um, but yeah, maybe something like that. So then the human could enjoy the show. The dog gets to so play. And then you also like kind of get a break of having to manage your dog all day too. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Cause that does get exhausting for the humans. Yes. All right. We've got one more section to make. Let's go. Well, wait, real quick, what oh. kind of shows are we going to have? Like, I think we should have a show in the Airbud section. I think we should have a show in the children's section. And then our last section, we need to add a show. Okay. So the Airbud show just needs to be some sort of trick show with balls. I, yeah. Hands down. <laughs> I mean, that was like a dog like that literally can too. shoot baskets. Like, yeah. Like I'm picturing like one of, they also have like one of those pools to do like the long jump, like mm-hmm. agility. Yeah. It's going to be like the, it'll be like high energy music. Yeah. That's going to be like the thrilling show. Yeah. And then the children's section, maybe like something like, um, something like maybe Paul's like Paul patrol, but like a mix between like real dogs and maybe also, um, mascots. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah. Having a mix between both because then they could also like talk and obviously real dogs aren't, but then there's some real dogs that are in there. It's just like a weird mix but it would work in a weird way. It's hard to like figure it out too. Cause it's like, you want it to be kind of a kid's area where kids can go and play. Yeah. But also like, does the kid have a puppy? <laughs> That's true. It's like, how do you do that? But, uh, you know, we're, it's not our problem to have. That's, that's going to be the operations team once we tell them the ideas. All right. So let's, let's go over to the relaxation zone. This is where dogs can go. And... Oh, Nick, by the way, Nickelodeon, they have a Paw Patrol area in some of their parks. They do. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Anyways. All right. So we got to go to the relaxation zone. And, and what dog is relaxing out there? Is there an IP of like a, a very lazy dog? A, a Garfield of sorts, but for dogs. Yeah, I was say Garfield. <laughs> um, Who's the lazy dog? dog shows oh no i don't want a dog show like dog cartoons it's right show like a competition famous lazy dog i'm gonna i'm gonna search this laziest dog breeds list includes the basset hound i do love a good basset hound Is there like a famous bulldog? Bulldogs are are on that list. What about Brian from Family Guy? There you go, Family Guy. Is he? Is Wait, he? Is he, he like acts like a human, so he's just like he's like all suave, laid back, has drinks. Like, oh, I'm just looking at pictures of lazy dogs, and it's very cute. 
<laughs> I do love a lazy dog. All right. It doesn't need a theme. Do we no, just call it, it the relaxation? It doesn't have to have a theme to a dog. It could just be like, I don't know, maybe like a tropical relaxation like vibe, you know? Trop- I like tropical. Like vacation, like... It, it feels like a what if it like feels like an all-inclusive resort for dogs <laughs> oh yeah like there's a little spot is like there's already kind of like some cool like little nap places that anybody could go in and just kind of there'd be like re, like relaxing chairs for the human dog could kind of lay down and just need to get out of like yeah. the, overstimulated yeah. in that area then they could just go there almost like a quiet room like a family um like the yeah like, yeah, something like that. What if there are private rooms too, like cabanas? Yeah. But, but for dogs, and there's like couches on there that they can relax this, on. There's like a little bit of waiting pools for dogs in this area too. Yeah. Like what if they want to get in water. This is also, we could put the big um, splash pad for like big yeah. dogs, like or all dogs really, like a massive like little water one. And I don't know if, I know like around here, like, pool wise you can't if a dog's in there technically a human can't be in there based off the health code yeah. i don't know if that's the same with a with a splash park because it's different so maybe that's something where kids and humans also is almost like a water park section where they can run through that as well with the dogs yeah um, or even just have a separate one just for the humans so like if you have kids they could just it'd be like a gated area where dogs can't go in there and they just they could play while there's one for the dogs and all that kind of stuff Maybe so. Yeah. Okay. And then this is also where we have some of our like a little bit fancy restaurants, a little bit healthier options here as well. I think there, there should be, be like a, a there could be like a a gourmet dog food place where like they actually cook a dog dog food, not like kibble or anything like that, where they like cook up like vegetables and stuff that make it dog friendly. Mm. Yeah. Chicken and rice kind of situation. Yeah. Or I mean, there's a lot. I googled. I was like, yeah, I don't. There's, I don't have time to cook for my dog. I barely cook for myself. So, <laughs> but like, there's very... a lot of things you could do. And I know people. I know someone. I cook. Like, cooks breakfast for their dog. Wow. Like, every day. Yeah. And like, what if they had like little collars that were like tuxedo collars? <laughs> just, just little touches like that would be great. I also feel like you need to have a like a bar area too at this point relaxation for the adults too um and i hate to I mean, we have a lot of dog parks in this park already but just be able to have a beer sit in a dog park area and just be able to kind of casually watch your dog good yeah. idea well i mean it's a dog theme park there's going to be a bunch of dog parks around so i also think we need to make a carousel that's like exclusively for dogs so like all benches <laughs> you can just sit on the on the carousel with your dog and you can e-stop the ride when they jump off and stuff and it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never get a full cycle, but it's going to work out. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, maybe there's a boat ride. That can be kind of fun. Boat dogs, ride dogs like boats, right? Yeah. Let's do a little boat ride. You think of like um, Legoland, Knobles has those tiny boats. Um you can take those around some sort of dog themed thing and then the dogs in the boat and the dogs are very happy 
What are we naming this park? Yeah, what are we naming this park? I don't know. Like, Dogland. Dogland. Wow, that's very original. Um, I think Dogland it is. Bow Wow. Bow Wow Town. Wow, yippee, yo, yippee, yay. Hold on. What's it? What's in, like another word for town that starts with the letter B? Bow Wow. Boulevard? Boulevard. Hold on. Bow Wow Bonanza. Bow Wow um, Botanical. The Bow Wow Burrow. There it is. Yeah. The Bow Wow Burrow. And that goes with the city, the city themes too. So you could like with the city theme, maybe make it more New York style in the entrance. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The Bow Wow Burrow. That's the type of city theme. I was thinking it was more kind of like very urban. Okay. Yeah. All right. Bow Wow Burrow. It's been created. Bow Wow Burrow with the kitty area theme to Paw Patrol. You have the Air Bud section for active dogs. And then you have the the island. Maybe it's Coney Island now. Maybe that's what we call it <laughs> since it's yeah. themed in New York. Kind of like a boardwalk type. Yeah, make it boardwalk. You've got the things. There's you got things. You got the, the rides and the carousel. All right, and the boat. Well, I think we made about as good as a park as we can on a short notice here. I think so. I think I think someone needs to build it now. Yeah. Somebody does need to build it. And pay us. Yes, this is a copyrighted idea. conversation. <laughs> oh, there's also boondocks. Oh, wow, wow, boondocks. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I do like that. But that would require us to make a whole new park. Yeah, it's true. I'm good with Burrow. So let's do with Burrow. <laughs> All right. Well, if you like that park, let us know. If you didn't like it, let us know as well. Shoot me a DM. Put it on the comments. What would you add? I'm going to put an Instagram post up announcing the show on Instagram. When the show drops, go on there. And tell us, what would you add? What would you remove from our park? That's what we want to know. Yeah. Well, we appreciate the hell of you guys listening. Um, if you haven't already, make sure you check us out on the social media. We're on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. We're on everything, yo. We're on it all. And uh, if you want to figure out where to find us, you can search for us at Coaster Cuzzies. Or, or you can just go to Solo dot to slash coaster cuzzies that's where you can find the rest of our shows there you can find all the links to our socials and you can find the link to our store as well where there's some fantastic merchandise which we got some feedback on our merchandise and we have some larger sizes so um i think it was like capped at like xl at one point i think it was 2x uh... 2x so we've got some more more sizes so that everyone can have their damn shirts so make sure you check that out um, really excited to get that up going mm-hmm. it's all it's up and going it's up and going so go on there get your only scrambling merchandise get your coach coaster cousin's merchandise and let's keep it moving i hope everyone comes visits our imaginary dog park and yeah you know what to do america stay fly
Bow, wow, wow, yippee, yo, yippee.